Welcome to this special edition of Pop Health Week, recorded live in the Healthcare Now Radio studio at HIMSS 2021 in Las Vegas. Pop Health Week is brought to you by Health Innovation Media. Health Innovation Media brings your brand narrative alive via original or value-added digitally curated content for omni-channel distribution and engagement. Connect with us at www.popupstudio.productions. And welcome, everyone, to this special edition of Pop Health Week at HIMSS 2021 in Las Vegas, recording live at Healthcare Now Radio's studio here, and 3700 won't mean much on the podcast, but that's where we are. And my guest today, uh, flying solo, Fred's uh, on a break, uh, my guest today is Artie Ariampour. He is a co-founder and CEO of a company called Seekster. He's a fellow San Diegan. I've been chasing him now at a number of conferences, trying to get him in front of the mic, and today we finally succeeded. So, uh, Artie, welcome to the show. Greg, it's such a pleasure being here today in Las Vegas at Healthcare Now Radio with you. We've been trying to do this for a while, and thanks so much for your persistence, and it looks like this time I got you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, I'm, uh, I'm glad it worked out. So, love your shirt. Now, before we get into your company, Seekster... Tell us a little bit about you, your personal journey, and why you're sitting in the seat you're in here, as well as what you're doing with at Seekster. Yeah, um, look, uh, it's just been an incredible entrepreneurial journey ever since I stepped foot, I think, in the United States at the age of six. I moved to the U.S. when I was six years old, learned English when I was nine, always have been an underdog, and, um, you know, I uh, was passionate about blending science with business at a very young age. Became a biotech executive in my early 20s. Uh, Built a billion dollar company actually by the age of 35. And um, I spent 15 years in clinical diagnostics, trailblazing uh, DNA sequencing technologies before I started actually Seekster. And the name Seekster actually comes from my DNA sequencing background. I wanted to combine DNA sequencing data with all your medical data. Somehow, through that journey, I fell on interoperability. And I actually hadn't gone to HIMSS ever till 2017. When I went to HIMSS in 2017, for the first time, I realized, oh my God, I'm coming from the genomics world to this health IT world. What's going on with all this, you know, data being siloed? And so we always wanted to create a system and a technology that puts the person at the center of their healthcare, disrupting all their medical data, EMR data, bringing together their genetic baseline data, as well as their wearable data, and now adding their pharmacy data, prescription data, claims data in a 360 patient view. We have achieved nationwide scale, um, 100% access on all medical data. And uh, we filed the first patents on a multi-generational health record back in 2016, where now everyone, whether it is at HIMSS or any other healthcare conference, whether it's virtual and now getting back to hopefully a better life of coming to -to face-to-face conferences, um, everyone's seeking health data. So I've always believed that everyone's a seekster. It doesn't matter if you're a provider, a payer, a pharmaceutical company, a clinical trial company, a CRO, or even, you know, a person, a patient, 
parents. We're all seeking health data. That's why I, I founded Seekster. Excellent. So <clears throat> for those who may not phonetically translate into the Google search on the company, can you spell it for us? Yes, it's S as in Sam, E as in Emily, Q as in question, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E as in Emily, R as in Robert. That's Seekster, and you can find out more on Seekster.com. There you go. And similar Twitter handle, I assume? Yes, at Seekster, and um, on LinkedIn, the same. Okay, and how about uh, you have a Twitter account, I assume? I don't have a personal Twitter account, but I have a personal LinkedIn account, and you can connect with me at Ardy Arianpour. That's A-R-D-Y, Arianpour, A-R-I-A-N, P-O-U-R on LinkedIn and happy to talk to anyone that wants to talk about health, digital health, health data, health tech, solving big problems in the world. Okay, so I'm on your website, meet our team. I see two of your co-founders. Seekster, this is the, um, the mission statement, I would assume. Seekster was founded on the vision of a world where individuals own and truly understand all of their health data. We believe that can Combining multiple data types, each such as electronic health records, genetic and fitness apps in one secure place is the key to unlocking optimal health and wealth. So how are we doing there? Yeah, look, um, I think healthcare's number one problem. There's no bigger problem than interoperability. And, you know, we used to talk about interoperability, but now it's really front and center. Let's take COVID, for example. COVID is not a... Um, well, it is a political problem now, I guess you could say, with people not getting vaccinated, but it is a data problem. It's a data tracing problem. It's an interoperability problem because when you get a vaccine or if you get, you know, certain testing done, that data gets siloed and it does not actually, you know, get combined with all your other data. Our technology allows the patient to actually bring all that data through HIPAA, you own your data. And now with CMS ONC interoperability final rulings that you know passed with the 21st Century Cures Act, payers and providers are scrambling here. Uh, every talk I've gone to, every meeting I've gone to, meeting with top payers and providers here at HIMSS 21, the discussion has been, how do we bring data together for our members, for our users, by them? And how do we actually allow them to consent to share that data? We created that enterprise technology for people to do that at scale. So characterize the food chain, if you will, and, and locate Seekster in terms of that continuum. Yeah, so I think there's, you have the EMR companies, right? You got the wearable companies, you got the uh, lab testing companies, you got the genomic companies doing sequencing. They're all siloing data, right? Think of us as the glue that connects everything together. So everyone was really um, excited when Blue Button came out. And I don't know, I'm sure your audience knows, <laughs> but I don't know if you know, but Blue Button actually kind of sucks. The reason why it sucks is because it's very limited. People are all talking about FIRE, right? Fast healthcare interoperability resources. We had FIRE fully integrated three years ago. It's only about five, six, seven percent of the data. It's the fact that how do you actually get complete coverage? We created, you know, the pipes for the nation so that Greg can request any data source and in milliseconds, 
to minutes, depending on how many providers you have, how many wearables you have, and how much other data you have with any data that's being siloed, you'd be able to bring that in by your request. We don't own the data, you own the data. And if you go back to my um, blue button, we've created the green button, way more powerful. Tell me about the green button. Green button is Seekster. We seek out health data upon the request of the individual. And one of the first people to actually do that was Dr. Eric Topol in 2018 when he also didn't believe we could do what we did, but he called me in personally in his office and he wanted to, you know, have an experience. So we give an invite code and I'll show this to you. You can see Dr. Eric Topol, first time I've been able to get my medical data from 1985 to present for health systems at Scripps Health, at UCSD, at Cleveland Clinic, at University of Michigan, plus my 23andMe, plus my Fitbit, plus my fitness towel, with labs from different systems connected through Seekster, trying it for less than 24 hours, step in the right direction. Now look at this. Look at the date on that. Why don't you tell the audience what the date is? Yeah, it's uh, August 21st, 2018. Three years ago, we solved this problem. No one wanted to talk to us. Now everyone wants to talk to us. Now they believe that we actually had the right vision, but we executed. Our team gets all the credits. I have 45 amazing engineers that know interoperability better than anyone in this building. And we have solved healthcare's biggest problem. And I couldn't be more proud to tell this story on Healthcare Now Radio, because this is where it happens. There you go. And what a, <clears throat> if you're going to get a shout out from anyone, Eric Topol is about as the top of the line. And as another San Diego um, <clears throat> compadre, a shout out to him. He's, um, he's just amazing. So that's, that's great. So I think I heard either pipes or plumbing. So is it, is it, solely uh, sort of physical uh, pipe kind of vision and uh, or, is, or is there more to it? There is more to it because it's not just about data. So we started out with piping, right? And plumbing the nation on any data source, whether that's a small doctor's office, a small clinic in, you know, Arkansas um, that's run by a random EMR that's not on an, you know, CERN or all scripts or Epic or, you know, one of the big ones. Um, and uh, after we executed on that, we went towards patient engagements. So we've actually built now, since we're backed by Takeda Pharma, we're also backed by 23Me's and Wajiki, which is, you know, number one female entrepreneur. We're so lucky to have her as an investor in Seekster, as well as Omni Health Holdings, which were um, uh, a group that uh, sold to United Healthcare Group their company, OmniClaim, that became part of Equian. So we have, you know, payer investors, we got genomic investors, we got pharma investors. And what's really interesting about our uh, folks that invested in Seekster in our recent Series A that we did in January was the fact that if you look at the vision that I put out in 2016, it was, you know, EMR data, genomic data, wearable data, right? And we got three different types of investors. And most companies don't get that. Our technology is foundational for interoperability. 
And so that's why we can attract multiple different types of customers. We have, you know, dozen customers right now paying for our SaaS solution, and uh, we couldn't be more proud of the diversity of our customers, actually, because we learn about so many different use cases and value props, whether that's in concierge medical practices or just decentralized trials, or if it's for member engagements um, for payers that want to um, boost their net promoter scores. I feel like this journey at Seekster, personally for myself, um, I've been able to take a look at healthcare from angles that most people have not, and that's only thanks to Seekster, because everyone wants to talk to us about how we can enable their customers, their business. Perfect. So, <clears throat> um, I'll just call them channels, but of those three sources, e EMR, genetics, wearables, et cetera, what's the proportionality of inflows right now through Seekster? Um, it's use case dependent. So if we're talking about a clinical trial and we're talking about, you know, a rare disease study that we're um, leading, then it's 50% medical data, 50% um, genomic data, clinical diagnostic data, N no wearable data because rare disease families don't have that data and it's not fitting for the use case. Can they add it in there? Sure, it's available, but it's, it's not um, a fit for that um, specific use case. If we're talking about um, a payer use case, it's actually the claims data with the EMR data. And that's split about 70-30, right? So it's all use case dependent. You see the user-generated content from Fitbit, Apple Watch, and so forth growing as a proportion of the inflows? Absolutely. So here's what's really interesting. I'm wearing my Apple Watch right now. Um, if you have a Fitbit and you have an Apple Watch, which a lot of people do because they had a Fitbit before and then Google bought them, they became Google Fit. And, you know, now, I don't know, for Christmas or something, you got, you know, an Apple Watch or something. Um, what happens is one says biking, the other says cycling. But our system can connect both Apple Watch data and the Fitbit data and the Garmin data and any other wearable data. And then we can stitch records together, not just on the medical side, or the genomic side, but we can do this on the wearable sensor medical device side and create an instantaneous longitudinal health record. That's what we really do. What Seekster does really well, it can create a longitudinal health record for Greg Master and his family. It can create a longitudinal health record for the 50,000 attendees that were supposed to be here at Hims. It's a little bit less because of COVID times, I think. But it's still been a f fantastic conference. Um, but, you know, it's the scale that we can do this at. Eric Topol's tweet in 2018 is a perfect example wherein, you know, we were able to do it in about 24 hours, but our algorithms and the programming has gotten so sophisticated and, and, and fast that we do it in milliseconds to up to minutes if you're a cancer patient and you have a lot of data. We can even pull in imaging data, DICOM data. We're not limited to any type of data, Greg, to pull in. And this is what is really important for the audience and the listeners to understand. And if anyone's looking for this sort of solution, you know, you can contact us at bd at seekster.com and our business development team can set up a time and demo so that you can actually try it because seeing is believing, but trying it is just you're ready to execute something. So talk about 
give us a thumbnail of your principal target as far as customer. Who do you who are you directing the message to? Yeah, so we're B to B to C. But what we did where I think we cracked innovation better than anyone out there was we started with the patient. And I never allowed our team to step aside from that center. We put the patient at the center so they can smash all the data silos. And that is so powerful. I can't tell you how powerful it is. My father, who's a colon cancer survivor of recent, my team used our platform to save his life. We ran a tumor board in six hours with all his data and got it to Kaiser, got him into surgery. He dodged a bullet, celebrated his 70th birthday before the lockdown happened last year in Nice, and he's alive and kicking, turning 72 this September. What a fascinating story. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of Pop Health Week, recorded live in the studio of Healthcare Now Radio at HIMSS 2021 in Las Vegas. And our guest is Artie Ariampour, who is a co-founder and CEO of a company called Seekster. So, Artie, what's next? I mean, um, wh- where do you see the, the Glide trajectory taking you and what does it look like in terms of channel partners and potential collaborators? Yeah, I think there's a lot of consolidation happening actually in the overall healthcare data ecosystem, right? You just saw that um, Datavance and Ciox did a $7 billion merger, right? You saw that, um, you know, Amwell is in telemedicine purchasing lots of different companies. There's a lot of consolidation happening. And we've gotten a lot of calls, but I built this company to really impact lives. I don't want our technology to be siloed with the wrong corporation. And we've been really firm on that. We've been doing this for a long time, Greg. Since January 4th, when I founded the company, 2016, right before JP Morgan Healthcare Conference running around San Francisco trying to get people to invest in the company. It took years to get attention. Um, I owe a big thanks, actually, to be honest with you, to Bill Gates when he called me up personally to meet because we were working on Alzheimer's disease use cases because my maternal and paternal bloodlines were affected by Alzheimer's. Both my grandmothers on my mom and dad's side passed away. And that's how I came up with the multi-generational health record. And then Bill, through his you know, philanthropy found out that we are working on some interoperability things with caregiver stuff and Alzheimer's. And then um, we are able to get connected to Boston University. And then we built the Seekster Research Portal. And then from there, that's when pharma really noticed us. And we started thinking outside of any disease. Seekster's for any disease. It's for a healthy person. It's for a person that got a COVID test. It's for a rare disease child. It's for a parent that's caring for their, you know, loved ones across the country. It's for a payer that wants to deploy it to their members to, you know, boost their net promoter score and get 50 million lives on the platform. This is what's so interesting. What I'm seeing is that there is immense opportunity, not just because we have solved healthcare's number one biggest problem, but this problem is not going to go away. Interoperability is worse than cancer. Just in this conversation of 20 minutes that we've been on, how much data has been siloed? Think about that for a second. Take a step back and think, 
How much data has been siloed? How many people have gone to the hospital? How many accidents have happened? How many COVID tests have happened? How many, you know, folks have got a genetic test? How many other folks have, you know, gotten some kind of telemedicine visits and then, you know, all that data just gets siloed? And so longitudinal data, I know and I see being the most important thing. And if you're looking to, you know, bring innovation, if you're looking to change healthcare for real, because I always say there's no care in healthcare. Healthcare sucks. It really does. It, 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 it doesn't matter where you are. It really sucks or else we wouldn't be in this pandemic situation if it didn't suck. It's because we are not really thinking big. We need more people thinking very big and wanting to execute. And it's not always with the big companies. Yeah, there you go. I mean, we don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care non-system siloed, mostly, as you've noted earlier. So why don't you take a minute and just maybe uh, talk a little bit about any headwinds, tailwinds? Where, where do you see growth opportunities? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the biggest um, tailwinds, when we, when we founded Seekster in 2016, we never thought Seekster was going to become law. We worked hand-in-hand with CMS and ONC ever since 2018, and Seekster was actually used as a concept to draft those rules that dropped on March 9th in 2020 last year, and then it was delayed due to, you know, COVID, and then now they came into effect for payers and providers. There's going to be a big blacklist coming out that lists providers and payers that are not CMS, ONC, interoperability compliant. And for the audience to know a little bit about that, it's basically patient access. Patient access is great, but you want your patient data to be yours. You own your data, and your data is worth, you know, platinum dollars. Theoretically, we do, right? But we seem to unintentionally license it informally to others and well every time you go to the doctor's office you sign a consent that you know they get to sell your data to you know ims or whoever right right so i i I, the last time i you know i know this is one of eric topol's issues i mean he he pointed out that i think it was new hampshire where there's it may have changed since then because this is a little dated but uh no we, we we don't own our data you know, I, I consider it, I wrote a blog post many years ago, it's my IP, you know, I mean, it's really mine, you should, I should sub-license it to you on a use case, ba- on a specific use basis, but anyway, that's a whole nother tantrum. Absolutely. All right, so before I let you go, we, we've got about um, four minutes left in our conversation already. Um, anything you want to say before we talk about your experience here at Hims? Yeah, look, um, one of the first people that understood the impact of good that Seekster did was Nick Pink, Pink Socks, Nick Atkins. So big throw up to Nick Pink Socks. Uh, you know, we miss him here at Hims, and he's just an amazing guy. Uh, he was one of the first people that understood that, you know, we do good for the world. That's, that's, that's what Seekster's all about. And, um, you know, I'm so happy to have an opportunity. I want to thank you and the organizers of Healthcare Now Radio to having myself and Seekster on your wonderful program and just really appreciate you, you know, stating all the facts and putting it out there. Good. So before I let you go, any 
takeaways since you've been here? What, what, what's your experience yeah, been yeah, like? Him, yeah, you know, Hims. for those of you that didn't make it to Hims, um, first off, everyone was very masked up. Obviously, you had to be vaccinated, but... Um, Pretty tight process, too. It was, oh, yeah, I think there was many people that I saw wearing two masks. That guy right there just walking. Two masks, right? I even had two masks, but I wasn't wearing two masks all the time because it's just hard to breathe. But I did have a mask on the whole time, except right now, just talking on the radio here. Um, I, I think what was nice about hymns this year was that you can have focused meetings longer because there, it wasn't a zoo. It's usually a zoo. If you haven't been at Hims, come and you'll see the zoo in Orlando in March, right? But I think I would call this a mini Hims. It was a mini Hims, and I kind of liked it. Um, I liked the fact that you can have these focused meetings. And um, could there have been better talks? Sure. Could there have been, you know, more activity? Sure. What What was the most depressing is there weren't events, and. You know, the networking events are great, so you had to make your own networking event. But we were so busy. I think I had 37 different meetings. Wow. You're my 38th, and we weren't, we weren't even planning this. You, you're an energetic guy. I'm sure you handled it just fine, Artie. So, wait, before I, I'm going to cut you off because I want your take on one last thing. So, this is Pop Health Week. Give us a, a 90-second rundown on popu- what's the application of the, popu- of the Seekster platform technology to those interested in the population health management space? Yeah, look, um, population health analytic companies specifically are really um, looking for the right quality data. Seekster brings high fidelity, high quality data for the population health segment. And that is so important because if you want to run really good analytics from Pop Health. You have to have the right data. The same thing like if you want to run really good AI, it doesn't matter how great your AI engine is. It doesn't matter how great your pop health platform is. If you don't have the right quality data, we bring instantly longitudinal, real-time, real-world data so that pop health companies can run real-world evidence studies. Excellent. Well, Artie, uh, our time is up. I want to thank you for stopping by today. It's been great chatting with you. I'm glad we uh, spontaneously hooked up. So thank you for sharing. And my guest has been Artie Ariampour. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Seekster. And look him up on the web, www.seqster.com. And follow them on Twitter with the same name. So that's it. Thanks again, folks. That is the last word for today's special edition broadcast of Pop Health Week, recorded live in the Healthcare Now radio studio at HIMSS 2021 in Las Vegas. For more information on Healthcare Now radio's lineup of live and on-demand podcasts, including Pop Health Week, go to www.healthcarenowradio.com. And finally, if you're enjoying our work here at Pop Health Week, please subscribe to our channel on the podcast platform of your choice and do follow us on Twitter by at Pop Health Week. Bye now.